And we are back. This is the Basement Sports Podcast presented to you by the at the Degenerate L1 on Twitter. You can find all my blogs on the collegeessentialblog.com. Uh, I am your host, Josh Miller, and I am back. Uh, I went away for a week. I uh, went down to Florida and um, had some personal issues I had to attend to when I came back. Um, need to take a week off to uh, uh, sort everything out, uh, sort myself out, and uh, it, I'm, I'm really ecstatic to be back. I, I've, I've felt really bad every day that I've, I wasn't able to record or mentally couldn't handle it or physically couldn't couldn't record uh, due to some time constraints, uh, work, et cetera, et cetera, family time. But uh, finally, I can finally get back on the microphone. So much has happened. Uh, I can't wait to you know have you guys listen to this again and listen to my voice and it and it, and it, it really it really makes me happy to do podcasting i love doing it uh especially about sports or comedy or trying to be funny or you know some sort of mixture i love both of them and i and i love sending it out to you guys and seeing your feedback and whether you like me or you don't like me i still love seeing it anyway um so we are back uh, we're going to be back to a normal schedule. Uh, I'm sorry that that was kind of like all over the place for everybody. Uh, normal schedule, and uh, I will probably, you know, put in a, um, you know, n- maybe a special episode or a new episode here and there. Maybe a periscoped episode where you actually get to see my face. Yes, I did get a haircut. Uh, so no more of that disgusting long hair. Uh, I'm completely short, completely short hair now. It's great. Uh, and, um, just, just so excited to be back. Uh, one more thing, uh, craps will be coming back. I really don't know when uh, I'm going to do that. I need to uh, save up a couple paychecks. Obviously, a broke college student, you really can't be spending that much at a at an online casino and expect uh, expect your parents to be very happy with you. But uh, I did, however, go to the uh, Jacks Casino here in Cincinnati. Uh, no, it's not the Jacks anymore. It's the Hard Rock. Did go to the Hard Rock Casino uh, down here a couple days ago, and uh, I just wanted to see how I was doing uh, and throwing the dice and uh, playing some craps. And I won 130, uh, ended up positive 130, which again for someone who's a broke college student, that's huge. I know for a lot of high rollers, that's that's nothing much but pocket change. But trust me, it's it's not for me. It's it's big for me. Uh, real quick before we go uh, into sports and, and uh, sports batting, trust me, we're getting there. Uh, there's a lot of news we need to talk about. Um, we're going to talk about, I know obviously like I'm supposed to be the distraction away from uh, coronavirus and, and COVID and you know, just the scary stuff around the world right now. And I love doing that. I love being the uh, thing that people can get their outlet from and you know, listen to me for a while and maybe forget about it or maybe get put in a better mood. However, we do need to talk about it because it does affect our lines. It really does. It affects our bets. We need. It affects how we're going to think about this. It affects um, wh- why, um, which bets we're going to put down, what teams we're going to bet on. You really need to start thinking about like the deeper meaning of how a lot, a lot of your bets now because this is going to be the return of the NBA season, the return of the MLB, turn of the NHL is, is going to be so different and it's going to be something that uh, a lot of us have never seen before, so we're going to have to be a, not smarter than we ever had this year. Have this year uh, in terms of gambling, so we'll have, we'll definitely take a look at that. I did want to start off though with um, 
So just mentioning, uh, I am at my parents' house right now. Uh, I had to run all the way back, left all my uh, equipment and stuff here because I was going to do podcasting the other day, but I couldn't get get it done. Uh, so if you hear some barking in the back, that is my dog, and uh, hopefully she won't be barking too loud. Uh, and if my parents come home from work, that's going to be, uh, I'll go ahead and pause it. So, but at any rate, um, we are, we are going to start right now. Uh, again, just so excited to be back. All right. The NBA has entered the bubble. They're allowing their reporters to come in. Teams are now in, they're practicing. Um, the NBA is finally, uh, looking like it's going to make its way completely back. Um, I believe they should be playing basketball relatively soon. Uh, I know that the MLB start date is uh, the 23rd, and uh, I'm I'm waiting right now to see uh, when the uh, NBA official start date is going to be, and then uh, we're going to get right on it. But we uh, I looked at the lines this morning. It's still uh, the odds-on favorite to win the uh, the whole thing is still the win the finals is still the Lakers at plus 200. Uh, that is a line which, again, I'm not. I just, I, I, I just really see the Lakers winning the finals this year. Uh, my only, my only problem is, is Giannis and the Bucks is are they good enough to act, actually beat LeBron and AD in the versus the Lakers and in this new playoff fashion, in this new like not playing basketball for you know a couple months, are they going to actually be able to come through and do this? And my, my worry about that is that Giannis is still a young guy. He really he's really still a young guy. Um, LeBron's been around for a while, and in having adversity in in your NBA career, obviously he knows it better than anybody else. Uh, uh, facing challenges and adversity, it builds you as a as a player. And Giannis hasn't faced as as not nearly as enough as adversity as the Lakers, or uh, not just the Lakers, but LeBron has. And you know those are the two. You know, marquees, the marquees of each team. So, I mean, it, it's basically just going to be who wins that battle. And then if the uh, twos on the team and the threes on the team can get it done, if Anthony Davis can can dominate, then probably absolutely going to go with the Lakers. But I, it's just, it's going to be hard. Um, this, so right now we got the Lakers at plus 200. We got the Bucks at plus 280. The Clippers at plus 300. Uh, I mean, yeah, Kawhi's great. I don't, I don't know if the rest of the team around him is good enough to get it done. Um, you got the uh, Celtics plus thirteen hundred, and then you got the Rockets plus thirteen hundred, and then the Raptors at plus sixteen hundred. So that that is uh, your top NBA finals lines right now. Um, so I, I, if you had to go with a long shot, and again, I would honestly say a long shot in a year like this. Does make sense. It makes sense. You want to know why? Is because is because they're gonna actually they're gonna catch so many teams off guard. So many teams are gonna think that they're better than what they than they are because you know they were better a couple months ago. They were better a couple months ago, and they were also better um, when they were in the middle of the heat of the season. So now that they're they're not only going to have to like basically restart a season they have to get back into the same groove and the same fire that they did have and you know that's very hard to do especially in something like this getting back into your groove i mean honestly like right now personally right now after i had to go face some personal issues personal it was hard for me to get up today and actually start this but once i 
finally turned the microphone on and got my computer up. I was ready to go, and I was happy to do it. Um, but obviously, it's hard to restart. It's hard to get into a groove. We were, and then this page was in a great groove. Uh, but now, you know, now we got to find a way to pick it back up again. Um, by the way, the growth I have seen over the past uh, couple days has really helped me out. We went from like 500 three or four days ago to now we're at 800. And uh, the gro- the way the growth is going, it looks like we're going to be at 1,000 uh, at least by the end of the week. And that is just so incredible. I can't wait if, to get to 1,000 and then eventually 2,000 and then we're going to keep on keeping on. But anyway, yeah. So with the NBA, that, that's something that I've noticed. It's just it's going to be hard just to get right back into the groove, get right back into the heat of the uh, of the season because in basketball, it's just such a momentum game. It's such a momentum game. You watch it every year in college basketball in March Madness. There's always one team, one team, like Loyola Chicago, that just, that just towards the end of the season, they just get hot. I mean, hell, Texas Tech. I mean, yeah, they were a dark horse to go to the Final Four, but they, but a lot of people didn't really consider them uh, a, a legitimate contender. Then they were in the final and the uh, the national championship with the Virginia. It's just it's whoever gets hot and win. So now uh, they, these teams are going to have to get hot again, and that's that's where you're going to see some teams that you know at the be at the. Um, let me see if I'm trying. I'm going to word this. You're going to see that. Teams, uh, when the season was canceled, were uh, not on a run. They were not hot. They were losing games. They're probably out of the playoff, uh, off the playoff bubble, and uh, maybe, maybe in and out, in and out. But then finally, once they get back, now they finally made it. Maybe those teams can get hot. Maybe they can just take the lead by league by storm. It's going to be very different. It's going to be this season's going to be a lot more different than what people really think it's going to be. I don't think the teams that were dominating at the start of the season and before the uh, the before the suspension of the season to after, I just don't think they're going to dominate in the same way, let alone dominate at all. So anyway, that's the NBA. They are coming back. The bubble's coming back. Uh, they're trying to make them wear a, a, a some sort of band on their uh, finger is like it looks like a ring it's like a bionic ring uh, I, I don't know I don't know I, I it's just I, I I think honestly they want to try to keep them in one place I mean I mean telling telling anybody to just stay in one place forever or, or until the end of the season not forever that would be that would be terrible but stay there until the end of the season, you can't really go anywhere. It would drive anybody insane, and, and obviously, uh, I mean, humans have this uh, have this thing in their head where they don't like to be told what to do. I don't like to be told what to do either. Uh, nobody really does like likes to be to be do what you're told. I mean, that's just kind of it's just you like to do what you want to do. It's gonna be hard for team for players to not go out. It's gonna be hard for players to not have people come in. And I feel like they're going to have people come in. People are going to snitch. I mean, you see it in the NBA. You'll see it in the NBA. You'll see it this year. People are going to snitch. They are. Players are going to snitch on who has people in the room and, and, and who's left. It's going, to be, it's going to be a weird NBA time. It's going to be weird. And then now if one player gets caught going out, does the whole team go down? Or like what happens? 
It's going to be really interesting. Uh, but you're going to see. You're going to see it. You're going to see. It. And, and maybe honestly, maybe a little backstabbing is going to happen too. For for whatever reason, for whatever reason, it it really does create a a, a new uh, storyline behind the NBA season, and, and it, it'll be interesting. It's almost like I mean, imagine if this was this is like it's going to be a reality show. I mean, they're all going to one place, they're all playing in, in in one place. They can't really have contact with the outside world. I mean, I mean, they have their phones, but they can't they can't leave the play. They can't leave the hotel. Or they can't leave the property or whatever the property they allow. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting. We'll see. We'll see. But I have some long shot. Let's get back to the lines. One long shot line that I thought wouldn't be terrible to bet would be Miami Heat uh, plus four thousand. That's really not a bad bet. Uh, again, just a season like this. It's gonna be. It's gonna be weird. Um, there, there's gonna be teams that come out that that you know weren't originally thought to. Uh, I think Portland with Damian Lillard is, is going to be, wouldn't be a terrible bet. Um, they are right now sitting at plus 8,000. Again, I mean, a lot could happen. Really, a lot could happen. Portland Trailblazers at plus 8,000 and the Miami Heat at plus 4,000 for my long shots. Um, if I had to be realistic, honestly, I'm probably going Lakers plus 200. I just, I think they're going to win. I mean, I mean, and I know, I know that's not very favorable in terms of a return, but I mean, I just think I think they're gonna win. Oh, I want them to win. I'm not a big LeBron. I'm not a big LeBron fan. I really am not. And you know, that's neither here nor there. But I think they're gonna win. So I mean, there's nothing I can say to that. So I got the Lakers at plus two hundred. All right, that's what I got on the NBA. So now let's move on to the next sport that's coming back. Uh, the MLB. Thank God they're finally gonna start. Uh, training camps already starting. Uh, I've really been trying to get back into the new cycle and everything of the MLB and uh, getting ready for the season because it's going to happen finally. Uh, Baseball is going to come back. It's going to be very interesting. It looks like they everybody's going to be playing at their respected stadiums, just um, you know, with, with social distancing involved. It's 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 very interesting. I'm excited to see it. Uh, we got. So, so here's the uh, top couple lines for the MLB. We got LA, uh, the Dodgers at plus 375. We got the Yankees at plus 375 as well. Uh, the Braves are sitting at plus 1200. The uh, Houston Asterixes are sitting at plus 1200. The Twins are sitting at plus 15. And the Tampa Bay Devil Rays are at plus 1600. So hopefully. Um, no, nobody has really forgotten about the Houston Asterixes, so hopefully they'll get, they'll still get, you know, what's coming to them, and I believe they will. I, I believe a lot of the general po- uh, populace has gotten to a point uh, of, you know, we we've just thought of something, you know, of stuff more more important right now. Uh, but I don't think baseball players are thinking it like that. I think definitely when the Dodgers play the Astros and um, when the Yankees play the Astros and when pretty much anybody who plays the Astros, they're going to they're they're going to send a message. They 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 really are. Uh, I think they will. I, I'm sure you can find this prop bet somewhere. You can 100. Um, percent I think it would be whatever the line is at. Uh, you know, the amount of times a Houston Astros player has been hit by a pitch this year, I put it at the over. I, I think I think they're just going to get thrown at. That That's actually a really good bet. I, I put them at the over. Um, 
I, 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 I really, I, 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 no matter what the number is, really, I, I would put it at the over. Uh, I think they're going to get thrown at. I, I think a lot of players still have not forgotten. I mean, Trevor Bauer obviously hasn't forgotten. Uh, a lot of the outspoken players have never forgotten. Dodgers, Yankees. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And I, I would like to see, I, and honestly, I mean, I, I, would, I don't want to see players get hurt. I, 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 I know there's not really much of retribution that other teams can do to uh, the Houston Astros. I mean, obviously in hockey you can fight. In NFL you can hit a little bit harder and, and you know, maybe bring the, bring the heat a little bit more. Um, but in baseball it's kind of hard to do. Um, so I still think it's going to happen, and I still think uh, the Houston Astros are going to get what's coming to them. However, uh, so whatever that line is, uh, make some money off of it. Bet it. And, and have some fun following it, too, because I know there is a Twitter account that uh, is for uh, the amount of times a Houston Astros player has been hit by a pitch. And uh, so I would take that. So let's go ahead and go over these lines. Uh, LA plus 375. I, I, I like that bet. That's not bad. Again, we're going into a year. But MLB hasn't even started yet. There, there's another difference with that. Going with the top lines in the MLB is going to be so much different than going with the top lines in the NBA because the MLB hasn't even started yet. We don't even know... A- any team, how good really any team is right yet? It's going to be interesting. It, 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 I, I don't have a gauge on who's the best MLB team right now. Uh, I really don't have a. Nobody has a gauge. I mean, with the NBA, you had a little bit already, but you don't have anything with the MLB. Uh, if if I was a betting man, honestly, I'm gonna and I. I'm not trying to be a homer. I'm really not. I know I have biases towards towards Cincinnati. I really do. I understand that. However, they're sitting at plus 1,800. If you have been a fan of the Reds, you know that this is going to be an all-in year for the Reds. This has been the um, the pro- there This year, this year right here, is the product of years of rebuilding and, and selling off uh, bad contracts and, and acquiring good ones. And apply, acquiring a lot of really good players. I mean, obviously you got Trevor Bauer, as I mentioned, Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, and then you also got Nick Castellanos, uh, Mike Mustakas. You, uh, you still have Joey Votto. You still have Eugenio Suarez. I'm telling you, I, I think the Reds at plus 1800 is not a bad bet, especially in a year like this when a lot of teams are just not going to be prepared to play. You know, a lot of teams, a lot of managers. One of the, one of the big things. And the uh, one of the reasons why it hasn't come back yet is because there was a fight between the owners and the MLBPA, and the owners don't want to play, and, or not the MLBPA, uh, probably the, the MLB, the commissioner, and the owner, the owners, some of the owners don't want to play because um, they have no reason to because they're if they're going to suck this year, they were going to tank anyway. Then, then why, then why even play a season? They know that they were going to lose money if they played a season rather than if they didn't. They could just get ready and move on to the next year. But with with um, with the Reds, they're not they're not one of these teams. They want to play because they think they have a legitimate chance. And I, I think a lot of these teams do think they have a legitimate chance. And I believe that uh, the Reds sitting at plus eighteen hundred. That's really not a bad bet. I'm taking that bet, and uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the Reds plus eighteen hundred. That's a good long shot. Uh, if you had to go with someone, if you want to go with someone a little bit closer to the top, uh, I mean, again, again, we didn't, we haven't seen anything yet. I mean, we've seen, we saw a little bit with the NBA. We haven't seen anything yet. Hmm. 
uh, I'll go with okay. So the Twins are sitting at plus fifteen hundred. That's not a bad bet. I would go with the Twins at plus fifteen hundred. Again, a franchise that has been uh, this is the product of rebuilding after a couple years of, of being bad. Now they're uh, pretty relevant, and now they're in the conversation of winning the World Series. Uh, Minnesota would not be a bad bet. Uh, that's a franchise that hasn't had it in a while, though. So, uh, yeah, I'll go Minnesota at plus fifteen hundred. Uh, obviously, the Braves in at plus twelve hundred is interesting, but I don't know if it's enough to peak by interest enough to put any money down on it. Um, I, I just I don't see it. So uh, I'm I'm gonna go Twins plus fifteen hundred if I had to uh, be a betting man, which I am. And uh, I'll go the Cincinnati Reds plus 1,800 uh, as well. Okay, so I've been gone for a, w- a while. Again, I apologize for that. But uh, uh, we are obviously back. Normal schedule, like I already said. Um, so a lot, of, a lot has happened. Uh, the Redskins have officially announced that they are going to retire the name and the logo. Uh, I think all of us saw this coming. I mean, if you're... Uh, uh, you know, an, an avid NFL fan, you probably saw this. You know, coming out. You know, probably at the beginning of this decade and last decade, uh, it, it was it was going to happen eventually. Um, it, it's it's done with, uh, and I'm not going to talk about uh, here nor there of, of it, sh- it should or shouldn't be. I, I'm not here. That that's not my job. You don't want to hear about my opinion on that. Uh, you want to hear my opinion about things on sports. So. Uh, it, it, Personally, uh, it's something that I, I I think that would benefit the Redskins is is, it, is an entire rebrand, and the reason I say it is because the franchise itself has been so neglectful to uh, change and their fan base. And Dan Snyder has really has really turned his back. Uh, this is coming from one you know the uh, Cincinnati Bengals fan who has seen you know franchise. You know, having the franchise turn their back on on us, I, I get that. I trust me, I, I get it. Um, I, I think the Redskins can honestly really benefit from a rebrand, like a complete rebrand. Um, maybe not changing the color so much. Maybe, maybe actually change the color. Uh, I'm seeing a lot. Uh, the name is going to be interesting. I, I, I've I've seen Hogs because that was a, a nickname for the O line way back in the day. So maybe maybe they'll go with the Hogs. I would that wouldn't be too bad. Um, I, I think, I, I don't think they're going to make it an animal. Uh, people are saying red wolves or red tails, um, which would be interesting. I, I just, I don't think they're going, the Redskins are going to change to something that, uh, is anything related towards, uh, Native Americans at all. I, I think they're just going to completely go away from it, which honestly, I understand that. And, and, and that's fine. It, 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 that makes, that makes sense. Why, why wouldn't, why would you even test the waters with that i mean it, just getting completely away from it would would be the best for everybody involved um so i mean, i've seen red wolves red tails i'm sure there's some gambling on it too uh i would like la- i would love to see um uh, where it comes out to be because i mean this is a uh, this is a historical franchise Fran- redskins have been around forever um, so this is going to be a big change, and, and you know, for the better, for the worst, I, I'm not here to say what whatever it is. Um, I'm here to tell you about the sports. Personally, I think you know it, it was time. I, I think every again, everybody saw this with the times we're living in now. Everybody's seeing like, okay, eventually they're going to have to change. If they can't, just keep that going. This just from a logistical standpoint, um, with how every time society is progressing forward. Um, it's it, it, it just it's gonna change so 
Um, so then that means so now we got to think of uh, every other team that has something to do with Native Americans in it, or or maybe something that uh, is has some racial um, background to it. And, and you know, this is all this is a hard subject that we need to uh, we need to talk. And uh, obviously, uh, I, I think I think the Cleveland Indians are next on the chopping block. Uh, I don't think the Braves are. I I I just I don't think the Braves are. I don't think the Florida State. I don't think the Seminoles are. I think the Seminoles will stay the same. And, um, because because honestly, it, it's just. It, it, I mean, this is such a hard subject. So anyway, I think the Cleveland Indians are next on the chopping block. Uh, but I think contrary to what the Redskins are, I think uh, the Indians shouldn't rebrand. I, I, they don't have to rebrand. I think changing the name is going to happen. There's nothing, and, and you know that might be good for them. It might not be. Um, I, I, it's not my position to say whether or not they should or should not, but they probably are. That that's just probably what's going to happen. Uh, honestly, I think if they just switch to the tribe, the tribe, I, I think they switch from the Indian, the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Tribe. I, I think that would be fine for everybody involved. I, I don't think they really have to deviate away from. Um, that much. I mean, and this is coming from somebody who takes his Native American heritage very seriously. Um, I, I really, I, I really, I don't think that would be. I think that would satisfy both parties because now the tribe is not tribe is not a derogatory term. It really isn't. People lived in tribes. People still live in tribes. Native Americans lived in tribe like tribes. So the Cleveland Indians, the tribe. It's not derogatory. It still pays homage to. Um, the Native Americans that lived in that area in the past, I think it's perfect. I, I really do. I, I, I think, and I think that'll be fine for everybody. If they don't, they don't have to change uh, their logos. I know uh, Chief Wahoo is gone. I know he he, he was going to be gone. You know, when, when again this first thing started, it, it, it's just they couldn't keep that, couldn't keep that uh, imagery. And uh, you know, and, and you know, ten years from now, it, it may completely change altogether. Uh, I'm seeing like spiders was one. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know about spiders. I don't know how that has to do with the Cleveland area um, or, or anything in that in that area. I, I don't really know. I really don't go up to as you know, I've lived in Ohio for basically all my life, but I've, I've never actually um, I, I've gone up to Cleveland maybe like twice. That's it. I mean, maybe twice. Uh, I saw that. I wouldn't be a. I wouldn't be against if they went with the Blues or the Blue Sox because, again, they don't have to rebrand at all. And now, and then also it kind of creates another part of the rivalry of the Reds versus the Indians of the, it's the Cincinnati Reds versus the Cleveland Blues. That's just, that's just funny to me. That, 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 that amuses me. So um, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, oh, shoot. I, I totally forgot to talk about something, and I just looked at my notes, and I realized I skipped right over it. Uh, college football. Uh, we're going to go back to COVID updates for just a little bit, and then we'll go back to uh, not COVID-related things. Uh, college football. Uh, Big Ten, ACC, and Pac-12 are going conference only. Um, basically, my thought from that is that means that all of college football is going to go co- conference only. Uh, this is coming from somebody who originally believed that uh, we would probably be fine. Back to, nor- back to normal college football, I, I think... 
I was really just originally thinking that there was just going to be little social distancing in college football and then back to normal at the NFL level. This is clearly not the case anymore. Um, you know, studies are coming out, and I've read a couple studies, but not enough to uh, give an opinion on it, so I'm not going to, but I am going to talk about what um, this means for college football. Uh, so the Big Ten, obviously, Power Five, prob- I mean, it, it's probably them the SEC are one and two. Uh, it just switches every year. Uh, with the top conferences and who calls and you know who makes the decisions just depends uh, I think the SEC is making the decisions now, but the Big Ten that's a big that's a big domino to fall So that probably means that the ACC is, is going to also fall under that category as well and then uh, the ACC falls under that category, which is basically the the top of the group five uh, Personally, I, I think they're the top of the group five and that means that probably Mountain West, and and then we'll, we'll probably end up going all uh, all conference games um, across the board. Uh, I think even in the SEC, I mean that really, really, really sucks because um, UC was about to go whoop Nebraska, and I and I was going to put heavy money on that, and I was going to win a lot of money on that. Uh, but that's that's not going to be the case anymore. Uh, I believe. Uh, they are playing for all out of conference games that are like you know big marquee matchups, uh, like the UC Nebraska or uh, 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 Ohio State Oregon. Uh, I think they are going to try to reschedule those either for the year after or just a couple years down the road. Um, and uh, I, I I think really it's 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 just it, it's really kind of hard to. Uh, wrap my head around like this is going to happen and then also on top of that I need to also wrap my head around the fact that there there is a chance that, that college football might not happen this year uh, as much as that sucks we really do need to see a, a, a spike going downward uh, you know a reverse spike um, within the next couple of weeks to really know what uh, what we're what we're looking at and uh, and what this means for college football but the way it's trending right now if it just continues like this, um, then it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a problem. And uh, you know, I talked last time I was on. I talked about herd immunity with Clemson, and, and they they tried to go through it. And uh, I, I still think their players are gonna be fine. But now, um, not many, not many, you know, universities are believing that. You know, and, and they're putting a pause on their voluntary workouts, and they're not doing herd immunity. They're 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 stopping. Um, and that's that's another bad sign too. Uh, Ohio State put a pause on bon- voluntary workouts again. I hope that gets lifted, and uh, I hope we hope we all are are hoping for football to come back. Uh, I, I'm seeing some that like, hey, let's have a spring season. I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think a spring season's gonna work. God honest truth. Uh, and the reason that that's a lot of football. That's two seasons of football in one year for a student, for you know an eighteen to twenty-two year old. That that's that's ridiculously hard on their bodies. That's going to really hurt. That's just going to hurt themselves in the long run. They may sustain you know a lot more injuries. They really do need that time off to uh, rest their bodies, get retrained, get stronger, get faster, get better. You know, it, and if they don't have that off season, they go from one season right into the next one. Especially if they're in a postseason play. Like if LSU, I mean LSU had a fifteen had a fifteen week fifteen game season. They went fifteen no, they had fifteen games. Imagine having fifteen games uh, in the spring, going fifteen to no, and then you're starting 
again uh, in, in August. Like, like you're, you're right back at it. I, I just don't. I just don't think that's going to work. I, I don't. I don't. I don't like that idea, uh, personally. Um, I mean, I would rather have football than no football at all. Trust me, I would. Uh, but I, in terms of like health of the student athletes, I don't see how a spring season could work. I really don't, and and that really sucks to say. That really does. Uh, but it just it doesn't look like it's going to work. So that being said. So it looks like if, if football is going to happen in the fall, it's going to be conference only, which again, I'm, I'm fine with. I'm fine with. If that is their last decision, if like, okay, that's their last decision. Like we're, we're going to have this, you know, maybe no fans, probably no fans, and conference only. All right. I can, I can do that. I can do that. I just need football to come back. I think all of us need football to come back. Um, you know. Like I said, I took a couple. I took a week to uh, collect myself mentally. Uh, mental health is really becoming an issue in this uh, in this country. And one of the things that you know helps people, especially me, is a football. Football has always been my escape. It's always been uh, something I can always fall back on. I can always watch. Uh, for the past two months, I have been just locked into the NFL. And locked into sports gambling and locked into football, and I know, and a lot of people need that, especially me. I need that. I, I know, and you know, people may say, you know, it's only a game. Well, that game is is a lot of our people was a lot of our lives. You know, I'm trying to get a job. I'm trying to get a job in 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 football. So, um, God, yeah, I really hope it happens. I think the NFL is going to happen. I am a lot more confident about the NFL. I think that um, the NFL understands, and and the city, under, and you know, cities understand that uh, they need NFL football. They really do. We're about to find out how much of this economy, or how much NFL and football in in and of itself is important. How important it really is, because it really is that important. The NFL uh, just brings in billions, you know, upon trillions of dollars, trillions of dollars. Uh, in terms of TV, uh, money for the city, tourism, uh, you know, ticket sales, advertisement, clothing, uh, you know, foundation work, philanthropy, people are really about to find out how important the NFL is, and, and how important it is to our economy, how important it is to people's lives, um, how important it is to you know people who work in football. Right now, I'm working for Backrow Sports, covering the Cincinnati Bengals. If the Cincinnati Bengals don't have a year this year. I'm SOL. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. I got to cover a team that's not even playing, um, and, and and find something to talk about them every single week. And there's not even I mean, it's kind of it's it's like it's hard for me now, even though there's an off season, but there really isn't an off season because I don't know anything. I can't go to practice or anything. Sucks, man. This this really sucks. I was talking to my roommate about this. It, it really just it just sucks. I'm not really scared that much of the coronavirus. I, I think we'll be fine until the vaccine. I, I, I think, you know, I think we'll be all right. I, I know I'll be okay. But, like, it just sucks. Everything is closing. It, it just, it sucks. It sucks. But anyway, my final thought on that is just the, the, the world is about to find, the United States is about to find out exactly how important NFL football is. All right. Uh, last thing on the agenda, Patrick Mahomes, 12 years, $477 million guaranteed, and it's worth up to $503 million. Holy shit. 
that's a lot of dough. That's a lot of money. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, obviously, Super Bowl champion. Um, the ridiculous athlete, wave of the future. Uh, they do believe he's the next dynasty. I, I do think Patrick Mahomes. Um, is he worth it? That's 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 a hard question because what, what makes him worth it in a 12-year deal? I mean, that's really kind of in the eyes of the presenter of the deal. What What's going to make him worth that 12-year $477 Because that's a huge hit to your cap every year. That's a huge hit to your cap for the next 12 years. So... Okay, uh, it, the the Chiefs believe in him that much, and I think they do. I really, I, and I think the Chiefs believe that they're going to be the next dynasty, and I do as well. But what makes it worth it? Then two more Super Bowls, you know, uh, appearances, wins. What, what does that mean? And I, I think you have to ask uh, some fans that as well. Personally, for me, I think if Patrick Mahomes at least wins two more Super Bowls, the contract's worth it. Winning a Super Bowl is not is is not as easy as the Patriots make it look. Okay, that's why franchises, including my freaking own, don't have a Super Bowl. And the AFC is getting better. The AFC, um, for the longest time, has been significantly worse than the NFC, except for at the very very top. But now the AFC is getting much better, and the NFC is starting to regress a little bit. Um, I think both are reaching a, a, a level of talent that that's that's um, has not been seen in the NFL. I think at all. I think the last year's uh, college football season was incredible, and I think it's going to translate over to the NFL. I mean, you got Joe Burrow coming, you got Chase Young coming, you got Jeff Okuda, just just ridiculous stars. Um, incre- incredible Jerry Judy, C uh, D Lamb, uh, T Higgins. Just in, in, incredible, incredible athletes, um, and and you know it's just the talent's getting better and better every year. Um, so I, I think honestly, what's going to make Patrick Mahomes' contract worth it is two more Super Bowls. If the Chiefs can win three Super Bowls in the next decade, that is a hell of a decade. It is three Super Bowls with some franchises don't even have one, and some some only have one. And the Chiefs could if Chiefs win three, that's successful. That would make if 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 the Chiefs won the if Chiefs won two more Super Bowls, I would say that. And obviously, you have to sprinkle in. You you're probably making the playoffs every year, consistently being at the top of the league. You know, twelve and four seasons are are usual. Eleven and you know eleven and five, ten and six if they're not as good. Um. AFC championships, you know, appearances as well. And when I say two more Super Bowls, I mean winning two more Super Bowls as well. All right, guys, that is all my time for this episode. I want to thank you guys so much for staying with me, uh, even when I had to leave for a while. Uh, I love all you guys. The growth we've seen has been incredible, and I can't wait to keep growing. And just just love it. Uh, love the support. Thank you all so much. I will see you guys next week. And I will let you guys know if Crafts is coming out. All right, guys. I'll see you later. Make some money. See you.